This is Radar for On The Renner. I'm going to, as always, talk to you about local and national sports and pop culture. So a lot has happened, and we're just going to get into it. Jaden Graham's going to Philadelphia. Lance Linogi is uh, also is going to Philadelphia. And Hino Ellis is going to Miami. Cameron Flynn is going to Denver. Cameron Tom and Bailey Gaither are going to Baltimore. Drew Pitt is going to Cincinnati. Jacoby Brissett is announced as QB1 in Cleveland with Watson's suspension. Keenan Forbes and Eric Wilson have gone to Seattle. Garrett Michigan has gone to the Giants. And Luya Bakarbob has gone to the Jets. And Mariota has been announced as QB1 for Atlanta, which makes sense. There's really no other choice. Nolan Alexander, big-time free agent, has gone to the Jets. Carlos Dunlap, another big-name free agent, has gone to Kansas City. Fortunately, news for Tom Brady's offensive line. Ryan Jansen has knee injuries. going to be out for a while. Sherry Black has gone to Atlanta. Jockeys, Jockeys Patrick has gone to the Bengals. And Terry Godwin has gone to Tennessee. Quarterback Austin Kerr has gone to the Giants. And Justin Hiller got cut. This Keontae Furf has gone to Dallas. Ishmael Hyman is going to Green Bay. They have removed that clause from Kyle Murray's contract about the independent study, so that's interesting. Tight end Bug, uh, Bug Howard, interesting name, is going to Tampa Bay. Antoine Woods is going to Arizona. DK Metcalf signed a three-year, $72.5 million deal. That just means he's not going anywhere, and he wants to stay in Seattle even though he doesn't have a quarterback. That's good on him. Anthony Woods going to Arizona. And running back Trey Ragg is going to Los Angeles Rams. And... The defensive tackle, Tomas Lowry, is going to San Francisco. And Cheezer Day is going to Seattle. And Killian Dodds is going to Washington. And, um, excuse me, my bad. Ryan Kerrigan is signed a one-day deal to retire as a Washington player. And this Thomas... It loosely signed to San Francisco to a one-day contract. And and it's Sweezy that signed, J.R. Sweezy who signed a one-day one day deal to be with a retired Seattle player. And then we got Javante Moffitt going to the Jets. Duke Dawson's going to Carolina. Austin Walters going to the Los Angeles, I mean, excuse me, Las Vegas Raiders. and White got cut. Elliot Fry is going to the Jaguars. And... Christian Kingle's going to Arizona, and Shakar Brown is going to Tennessee. Karen Patton's going to the Colts. And Robbie Anderson has officially changed his name to Robbie IE instead of Robbie Y, like we talked about with Leonard being Shaquille Leonard now. So players deciding to change their name. Rashad Hill's going to Washington. Jordan Miller's going to the Bills. Maurice Lashu is unfortunately... Maurice Hurts is out for the year due to a bicep injury. Debo Samuel, who was like holding out, gets himself a three-year... $73.5 million deal. Congratulations to him. Sage Shurat sure has gone to the Los Angeles Chargers. James Washington has a foot injury, so he's out for the year. Van Jefferson had knee surgery, so that's not good for the Rams, losing one of the better receivers. And kicker Chris Boswell, the Steelers, gets a four-year $20 million deal. Paying a lot for kicker. And Micah Kaiser for the Vegas is out for the year. That stinks for them. Gerard Wilson's going to the Giants. Justin Jackson going to Detroit. That's a pretty useful running back to go to the Lions. Pete Carroll and Kyler Murray both test spot for COVID-19. Hopefully they get better. 
and Dante Belafonte is uh, gone. Antoine Valentino, Antonio Valentino is going to Seattle. Javon McKinney is going to Pittsburgh. Thomas Lagaham has, has fortunately had surgery on his hand, so he's going to be out. Defensive tackle Akis and Spence is going to San Francisco. Curtis Bolton is going to Vegas. Derek Dillon is going to Cleveland. Deshaun Watsonson officially got a six-game suspension, which the league is obviously going to appeal. And punter Jake Bagley signed a four-year, $13.5 million deal. And he's also settled three of his, uh, you know, trials and being all the other stuff. And they announced that Thursday Night Football, even though it's going to be on streaming, if your bar has the rights, they can show it. Olin Krutz, after the incident with NBC Sports and a reporter and some an employee, excuse me, he's out of NBC Sports. And Dude Perfect is offering a alternate version for Thursday Night Football, if those are interested. Rich Eisen's thing in the NFL Network, which obviously I don't think he's going to leave. He's got it all pretty much there. And Daryl Johnson is lining up to be the number two NFL analyst on Fox. Other news in football is Tim Patrick suffered a torn ACL. So he's definitely going to be out for a long time. Irv Smith underwent thumb surgery. And the Miami Dolphins have lost two picks. And the owner was fined $100.5 million for Tom Brady and, and Sean Payton. Illegally, you know, with tampering. Texas have signed Chester Rogers. Ravens have signed David Ajabo. Cardinals signed DJ Murphy to a contract extension. Broncos have also lost Amir Crawford to his torn ACL. New England have signed safety Jalen Elliott. The Saints' seventh-round wide receiver Kwan Barker has suspended six games for violating the drug policy. Dolphins release Adam Butler. Saints have signed tight end Chris Hurden. That's a good move. Justin Murray, the offensive lineman, is out for two to three weeks for the Cardinals. Vincent Taylor suffered a ruptured Achilles and be out for the year for the Falcons. And the Panthers signed cornerback Devin Jones. Colts signed center Alex Mollett. And today is Tom Brady's birthday. If you're interested as in terms of football news, I don't know how big that is in football world, but yeah. Another news, Marquise Brown was arrested and charged with a criminal speeding on Wednesday morning, which was today. Which is obviously not the news for them, what they want. The Cardinal Commanders, Washington signed Devontae Bosby. And Steelers have signed Master Teague and put Nick Nichols on the injured reserve. Brown signed Dalen Baldwin, the wide receiver. Colts signed DJ Montgomery. Lions signed Maurice Alexander. Texans, I've already mentioned the Chester Rogers thing. And for every single news that happens in football, check out On the Radar Entertainment blog. That has everything you need. Jesse Simmons joined college football game day as a reporter. And in basketball news, Spike Lee is going to make a 90s film with ESPN about the Knicks because, of course, the dude loves the Knicks and everything about it. Speaking of clauses that we talked about with Kyler Murray... And, well, Zion Williamson has a weight clause in his contract, so that is interesting. Izzy Harrison's won the Community Assist Award for the WNBA, so yeah, with Zion, if he's over a certain body weight and body fat, that's an issue. Oscar De La Hoya and Floyd Mayweather are going to try to get an NBA team in Vegas. That is interesting for them. Paulo Boncharo is officially signed with Jordan Brand. Connecticut's son have clinched 
postseason along with the Mystics and the Storm. Diana Taurasi became the first WNBA player to score 40 points at the age of 30. And in the NBA, only Dirk and MJ have it. Della Dova is signing with the Kings because of his relationship with Mike Brown. And Zach and Eric Pascal signed Minneapolis, so they're picking up a good amount of players. Noah Vonley is going to the Celtics. Charles Barkley is not going to go to that live golf tour. He's staying at Turner to do basketball. Sylvia Fowles has made 2,500 career field goals. Congratulations to her. DeMar DeRozan is officially the face of the Nike Kobe brand on a four-year deal. Makes sense. He's an L.A. native. Kobe is probably one of his heroes growing up, which is cool. Courtney Vandersloot. And Kelsey Plumlum, Players of the Week, and James Wayne won Coach of the Month. Dwayne Washington is signed with the Suns. The Cowboys have been named the most valuable franchise in Dallas. Linda Cohn is officially signed extension after celebrating her 30 years anniversary with ESPN. Allison Williams, after the whole COVID vaccine and ESPN, is officially signed with sports. Kyle Brandt is getting his own ESPN podcast. And in hockey news, Adidas is exiting their NHL deal after the 2023. 23-24 season for them to not have um, their, you know, be the makers of the jersey. And in that report of the Cowboys being worth the most of $7.64 billion, Rams were at 5.91, New England at 5.88, the Giants at 5.73, San Francisco at 5.18, the Bears at an even $5 billion, the Jets at 4.8, Washington is top eight for most valuable for, that's interesting from Sportico being 4.78, Phillies 4.7, and Denver's 4.65 tied with the Texans. Then it goes Seattle, Pittsburgh, Green Bay, Vegas, Dolphins, Falcons, Vikings, Chargers, Chiefs, Ravens, Panthers, Titans, Tampa Bay, New Orleans, Indianapolis, Cleveland, and Arizona, Buffalo. The last teams at the bottom are, of course, Jacksonville, Lion, and, and the Bengals, which is very interesting that those are the bottom ones. Islanders have purchased over 25,000 Mega Million Lottery tickets, and if they win, they'll estim- estimate a jackpot. They will distribute it to, to the winning season ticket members and suite holders. And I'm like, come on, those dudes already have money. They can afford those tickets. But they're giving it to their staff and the children's foundation that they have. That's a good. Okay? And as I mentioned before, Jacksonville signed kicker Elliot Fry. What happened was they cut rookie Andrew Mervitz, who while he missed three field goal attempts during training camp warm-ups, and one of them hit Dallas former Dallas Cowboy head coach Dave Campo. So that's an interesting to get fired for by accident hitting somebody. That is interesting. And the Mike Shanahan and Mike Holmgren are among the Pro Football Hall of Fame finalists for the next year's class. They've also said that they're joined by 10 other coaches contributors including Robert Kraft and the former Ravens rounds owner Art Modell. The 12 of the former players include Ken Anderson and wide receiver Sterling Sharp. The committee will meet August 16th, and each committee member will present one finalist. The committee's final vote will send three seniors to the full 29 select committee in early 23. Each of those three could be elected to the Hall of Fame at the meeting. So that's interesting. Some of the remaining players are Randy Grishtier, Maxi Bauden, Tommy Nobis, Chuck Holly, offensive lineman Bob Cushenberg, Two-way player Cecil Isabel, defensive lineman Joe Klecko, cornerbacks Eddie Meter, Ken Ryle, and Everson Wall. The remaining list of coaches and contributors are television executive producer Rooney Aldridge, coach Don Croyle, Fernandez office executive Frank Buckle Kilroy, coach Buddy Parker, coach Dan Reeve, probably should be in there, Steelers vice president Art Rooney Jr., coach Clark Shaughnessy, and longtime executive John Wooden. And 
I'm going to get to some baseball news. Before I get to the baseball news, I will officially say this. Baseball trade deadline, due to the lockout, was pushed back from the usual July 31st. For those who are actually interested in every single sort of baseball trade, even the small ones, check out On the Radar, my YouTube channel, where I do baseball observations each week and movie reviews. If you can't find it on YouTube, you can always check out ontheradarmedia.com, that website. Click on the YouTube link or go to the Facebook page on the Radar Media on the on the Radar Entertainment blog, where you know there's a link to it. And every week you'll see on Fridays there's a link to YouTube and a Saturday a link to YouTube. That's where you're gonna get baseball observations. There will be a baseball video on all the trades. The Yankees though became the most team ever to have eight midseason trades to get an All-Star player. And Rodney Laharis, who works for Tampa Bay, is gonna be the Puerto Rico manager. And Joe Musgrove has officially signed a five-year extension, so he's not going to become a free agent with San Diego. And briefly, Ben Attending went to the Yankees. Tyler Naquin and Philip Deal going to the Mets. And Louis Castillo going to Seattle. Furlander, congratulations, got 240 wins. And Chris Martin going to the Dodgers. Austin, Nolan Arenado announced he's going to play for Team USA. I don't understand that because he's obviously got Cuban descent and he's also got you know, Puerto Rican descent, that sort of thing. So I'm just like, yeah. That's where I'm just like, I don't know what you're doing there. So that's where I'm just like, I don't know. With that move, Ozzie Gein announced he's going to be working on Team Francis staff, which is really cool. This past weekend, the Giants officially retired number 22, Will Clark. Will Clark has the unfortunate problem of playing for a team like the Giants where they have all this history of like Johnny Mize, Orlando Cepeda, and Willie McCovey that block every other first baseman out. Even current Brandon, first baseman Brandon Belt's a legend in that history for the World Series they've won. Marcus Stroman announced after pitching for Team USA, though, he's going to flip the script and pitch for his native country. So that is where I like that, man, because you just won it with the United States, Marcus Stroman. You would think that you would want to try a different task to play for Puerto Rico, which is pretty good out of him. I like that sort of move. And the Texans are the second team to get three Immaculatings versus them in a whole season, which is interesting. David. Okay, and Aaron Judge has 200 career home runs. That is interesting for that to, to be something there. And Tampa Bay traded for David Peralta, which I understand with Randy Rosarena hurt. Excuse me, Mario Margot and Kevin Kiermaier hurt. That made sense. And the Phillies slept the Pirates for the first time in the Pirates stadium since they were in the old stadium two years ago, which is pretty interesting. Andre Anza went back to Atlanta. And Scott Efros, interesting Cubs trader, a rookie reliever to the Yankees. Josh Hader went to San Diego. And Trevino and Montas going to the A's. The interesting thing about Hader is you don't see a first-place team that is three games up trade their all-star closer who pretty much has been him as one of the probably only two best closers in baseball it for a stretch, so that made the no sense there. Trey Mancini, sad news, he's going to the Astros. He's like Mr. Oriole. Braves have signed Austin Riley to a 10-year extension. That's big news because he's having an MVP caliber season, all-star season. Like That's a guy you want to keep around, and they have a great history of third baseman. If you just look at Eddie Matthews, Chipper Jones, and even all-star Vinny Castilla, that's not bad. It's really not. 
and Vasquez, Kristen Vasquez, is joining Trey Mancini in Houston, which is interesting, which makes no sense. The Red Sox traded their starting catcher. They traded Jake Diekman to the White Sox, their left-handed reliever. But then they go out and get Eric Cosmer and Tommy Pham. Tommy Pham just signed with the Reds, so they have to pay his contract, and they got to pay the contract of Eric Cosmer, who we all know has been cost a lot of money. Diamondbacks traded Luke Weaver to Kansas City. My biggest move is, uh, opinion on that is, I hope the Royals actually start him. And in that Jake Diekman trade, the White Sox traded Reese McGuire. I had a personal note. I met his parents, and he was I always talked to him, and he was always busy warming up. So he's like, when he wasn't you know, starting that day, I'd have a chance to meet him, but I'm not sure. Yankees are the first win team the 70. Dylan Cease, one player of the month. And now Gaudi Molina and Adam Wainwright have the second most starts ever together. Patching Del Crandall, Warren Spahn. And they're just obviously not too far off the actual record. So that's pretty much where they are in that sort of thing where they're now second all-time in that 317 starts where that's pretty interesting that they got this long streak here where they it's pretty much that's pretty cool though to have that sort of statistic on there and then Brandon Marsh going to Philadelphia so is Dave Robertson and Thor Brandon Dury's also going to San Diego Joey Gallo the Yankees traded him to the Dodgers. Now, that is interesting. You know, that's the sort of thing where you're like, okay, so. That's where you're just like, okay, cool. Let's see what happens with Joey Gallo. That's the sort of thing that I would feel like you got to look back and check into. And Eric Cosmer, I mentioned to the Red Sox. Pop and Bass have gone to the Jays. The Marlins just dumped a few relievers, got some prospects out of it. The Twins gave up a bunch of stuff to get Tyler Molly, Michael Fulmer, and Pablo Lopez. Again, pitching was their weakness, so again, just rotating what they're doing there. Kirk Castelli gone to the Mariners. Jake Lamb's gone to the Mariners. And Brett Phillips has gone to Baltimore. So again, Baltimore gets a nice young play, a nice good outfielder. The Mariners get some extra pieces there. Matt Boyd also goes to the Mariners. He can start for them. Rosenthal just picked up by the Giants. They flipped him to the Brewers, who became seller. Dodgers traded Mitch White to the Jays. Michael Given, a reliever, which the Mets needed. Astros lost Jason Castro for the year, so it made sense that they could go get Kristen Vasquez. The Mets traded Darren Ruff to get Darren Ruff. Another DH to go with Daniel Vogelbach, but they give up J.D. Davis, who at least can feel the position in a few prospects, which I don't make sense. Okay, Rice Iglesias going to Atlanta after they traded Will Smith to... The Astros, so the Astros get a good setup, man. But the Astros did trade veteran Jake Rizzi away. So that's where I'm like, okay, so Atlanta needed a reliever, so that makes sense. Romine, the Reds needed a catcher with their injuries. St. Louis picked up Austin Allen, extra catcher. Jerome Beasley's gone to Pittsburgh. And Brent Rooker, who was just barely on San Diego, got flipped for catcher Cam Gallagher, which, again, make no sense. Harrison Bader got traded for Jordan Montgomery after the Cardinals have traded for Jose Quintana. They go and get themselves Jordan Montgomery, which I think he's an okay pitcher. But at the end of the day, you trade your everyday gold glove center fielder, who I know is currently on the disabled injured list. But your best outfield is Bader in center, O'Neal in left, and right field being Carlson. But the Yankees now get an impressive center fielder. And the Cardinals get themselves two pitchers in these moves, along with another pitcher from the Pirates. And under the waiver things, like towards the end, Royals super utility man Whit Merrifield is going to the Blue Jays. That's where I'm finding it interesting that that is 
where he went. And again, I'm going to go over every single trade, every single thing. Now, again, because I can't pronounce names, like Keith Spencer, 49er, Bears Thomas Graham is hurt, Javon McKinney to the Steelers, Antonio Valentino to that team, Bolton broke the collarbone for the Giants, and Gerard Wilson was the Giants, and as I mentioned, James Washington injured his foot with the Cowboys, and again, these are just all of these football newses of guys who are being injured and signed for the camps, because preseason is starting this week, that's where we you get all the stuff happening there. Now, in entertainment news... Seth Meyers testified for COVID for a second time. Our Carly got renewed for season three. Congratulations for them. Diego Luna's going to be in this L.A. Marquee, the Spanish thing. Harry Sean is officially at to Grey's Anatomy. Rick and Morty season six is coming in September. Griffin Dune is going to be in this Noah Pritzker movie. Thompson Center is officially going to become the Google Center, which is where the DMV and all these other offices are in downtown Chicago. Moonhaven was renewed for season two at AMC+. Plus. Creed spinoff is going to have their own... The Ivan Drago film, which will be interesting. Amy Grant was hospitalized, so her husband canceled their tour. Ben Affleck is going to appear in the new Aquaman movie, so you haven't seen the last of him. Wilds was canceled at Amazon Prime for those who watched that. Lollapalooza signed a 10-year extension, so they're going to continue to be in downtown Chicago area in Grand Park. Rick Gonzalez is going to be on the on the, um, you know Law & Order Organized Crime. He's one of the few people who were just added. The Gordita Chronicles was canceled. At HBO Max, Keenan Thompson said that they should cancel H, uh, SNL after 50 years if Lauren Michael decides not to do it. And 50 seems a good stretch. And they're going to make this Max Hedrum remake. I don't know what that really is about. Max Hedrum. And this Matthew McConaughey is going to be in this thing called Dallas Thing. Kim Rhodes has been added to Kung Fu. We all know where's the mother from Sweet Life is Zach and Cody. That's interesting that she's going to be in that. Sean Austin's been added to this. Hard Miles, Flash is officially ending with season 9 of 13 episodes. I always thought that they could have gone at least 10 seasons and be the 10 mark that Smallville had, that Supernatural had at least, but of both Arrow and that are not obviously going to be able to do that. I'm kind of sad to see Flash go because a lot of the CW superhero shows have been canceled and there's just not a lot of quality shows anymore, but yeah, it's had its issues. Milo Manheim is going to be in School Spirits. Top Chef Bravo's going to London for season 20. Luke Bryan and, P- and Peyton Manning are going to be hosting the CMA. Adam Ray is going to be in this thing called Immigrant. Jesse Eisberg getting this Hearts of Toronto Award. First Kill was canceled at Netflix. Snoop Dogg is developing a youth academy comedy called Underdogs. And um, Hannah Simone is going to be in Not Ready Yet, this new show. And they've officially shelved the Batgirl movie, which people were hoping with all the characters from that Batman movie that they would be in it, but that is officially being shelved. I don't get it. I don't know what HBO is doing. DC needs to come out with all these superhero films and TV shows because they're getting their butts kicked by Marvel's movies and now with all the Disney Plus TV shows. Four people are leaving the show. Sex Ed, for those who watched that, Seaside Vegas added two people, including Joel Johnston. Key Ulrich is going to join the move, the thing called Good Driver. Good Trouble is new for season five on three form. And Anno Dow is going to be an exorcist. Elizabeth Moth is going to be in this thing called Veil. Vale. Station 19 has given three series regulars. 
and Billy Magnuson is going to be in, with Bo Knapp in, this thing, in the new Roadhouse remake. Everybody Hates Chris is going to get an animated version, which I don't understand. Selena Gomez is working on a Working Girl remake, which, again, I don't fully understand that. But that is something that, you know, if Selena Gomez wants to use her money from television, movies, and music to go and remake a former TV show, that's obviously what she wants to do. And... Again, if you if I not pronounce people's names, Jordan Miller's on the Bills. So yeah, if you check out on the Radar Entertainment blog, every single football news story, even if the guy was put on the pup list or activated from the pup list, you can see that. For baseball trade deadline and usual baseball observations, you can check out on the Radar the YouTube page along with movie reviews on the RadarMedia.com and on the Radar Entertainment blog. If you can't find the direct link to on the Radar. For movie reviews or baseball observations, you always get the podcast anywhere at Apple, Google, or Spotify. You can follow me at Twitter, Raider4428. Check out the blogger, Raider4428. I do have the Weekend Album Review and James Blunt and a uh, and Red Hot Chili Peppers. Soon you'll have Silk Sonic and Train's new album on there as well. And Rashad Hill was went to Washington again. Get the pronunciation of every single person. And other industry news that just happened today. Medical comedy from Justin Spitzer is getting NBC production. I'm going to say this again. American Idol was made by Spitzer and that thing is one of the most stale TV shows. But it got renewed. William Jackson Harper, we all know from The Good Place, is going to be in this Netflix series called The Man in Full. And Obi-Wan's Moses Ingram is joining Apple's limited series, The Big Cigar. And Conor McGregor is also joining that Roadhouse thing that I told you about that they're that they're making a remake of. So, again, that's, again, making all these people to be in the Roadhouse is fine. And they announced that the lady who's in Grey's Anatomy, which show is still on the air for his 19th season, is will only appear in eight episodes because... Because she will only be executive producer and narrating the episode. And those who are really worried about Dancing the Stars will premiere on Disney Plus in September. And Madam Web adds flight attendant Zosius Mamet for those who are interested. And the one Soto trade was the pretty much the biggest trade that happened. As I mentioned, it will be something talked about in my video. Because you traded for prospects Abram Gore, Hassel, James Wood, Jarlon Sousa. And first baseman, Luke Voigt. Now, let's get to unfortunate news here. In one week, we've lost so many legendary people. Bill Russell passed away at the age of 88. And he lived a full life. It wasn't just the world's greatest champion. You know, college, Olympics, NBA as a player, NBA as a coach, you know, executive. And then, you know, coaching elsewhere and winning all... He's a, obviously, he's the number one winner of all time. He was also like a civil rights leader, one of the black pioneers... Of getting players to obviously get paid and is again the first player to achieve superstar status, player coach, regular coach, win a championship, everything, get in the Hall of Fame, be on the and trying the FIBA Hall of Fame, the National College Basketball Hall of Fame, 25th anniversary, 35th, 50s greatest player, NBA 75, they named the MVP award after him, and he was inducted to the Hall of Fame twice, one as a player, one as a coach. Obviously, first overall pick by the Hawks. That didn't work out. He went to the Celtics. And obviously, no, number six greatest player ever at that position. Celtics, Supersonics, and Kings of the coach. 
11 championships, 5 MVPs, 12 All-Stars, uh, an All-Star Game MVP, 3 All-First, 8 All-Second, 1 All-First Team, 4 Rebound Champions, Lifetime Achievement Award, Anniversary Teams I mentioned, number 6 Retired, 2-time College Championship, Outstanding Player of Award, College Player of the Year, 2-time Health Player of the Year, All-American twice, a WCC Player of the Year, 3-time All-WCC, the San Francisco Dons retired his number, he won the Presidential Freedom, 2-time NBA Head Coach Champion, finished with 1,400 points, 21... 14,000 points, 21,000 in rebounds, 4,000 assists, gold medal game as well, and he was in track and field as well, so like he, he was an all-around player when he was in college as well, besides from winning gold in college, and again, civil rights guy, all that other things, so it's not just he's a basketball player, really important to the African-American community for civil rights and everything that was involved. So again, another legend that because unfortunately I'm approaching age 30 and I have no television or radio journalism job, even though I've been trying for years, another legend I can't just automatically just bump into by accident when I'm somewhere else. And then we lost Nichelle Nichols, who's a singer, actress, and dancer known for being obviously a horror in the Star Trek TV show and the movie. And it was the first time I had like a black woman as a main character and was a kiss on scene. She also helped to promote NASA's program for diversity and women's and all the other stuff. So she wasn't just an actor like Bill Russell wasn't just an athlete. They they used their fame to help out things. She passed away at the age of 89. Obviously, it says she has, has been in the best sort of health, but still, that sort of thing. Obviously, she's got a walk of fame thing, a bunch of other awards. But yeah, outside of Star Trek, the last thing she ever did was a fan film, Friend Frontier, Unbelievable, a few things that don't have Wikipedia links. She was in Are We There Yet, which is interesting, and Snow Dogs, besides Star Trek, the anime series and Star Trek. She was in Gargoyles, voicing character, which I remember very much, voicing character in Batman, the animated series, Spider-Man, Futurama as herself, The Simpsons as herself, Heroes, I remember that. Then they have this fan production of Star Trek of Gods and Men, Scooby-Doo, she voiced the character, Stargate Renegades, Sharknado, Young and the Restless, and obviously she voiced a character in Star Trek Prodigy, Prodigy, this new show, along with the games and theme parks, and she wrote two books. So again, another legend in the industry, she passed away, and... Actor Jordan Barclay, voice of Smurfs and Transformers, he passed away at age of 91. He's known for a lot of things. Performing Shirley Temple, Judy Garland, Sammy Davis. By the time he was 60, working radio and 12, he was traveling with the circuit. He was in The Man with Golden Arm and Alfred Hitchcock Presents and Cheyenne. He Roger Corman's War Satellite. Obviously, did Broadway. And then for four decades, he did voice acting like Scooby Doo and Scrappy Doo. Trollkins, The Little Rascals, Richie Four, Roll Four, The Dukes, Paddington Bear, The Smurfs, Transformers, and then he obviously did some. More, he was an acting coach for a lot of famous people as well. So that was like this dude had a long career. So rest him to do as they David Trevor. He had always had the best health, but he passed away at the age of 75. So it was really sad because he's a Chicago, Illinois legend as well. So rest in peace to Jimmy Sons. Rest in peace to Christopher Meyer, the British diplomat who served as ambassador of the United States, ambassador of Germany, and chairman of press complaints. And he was an active member of the Transatlantic Former Education Diplomacy. 
He just passed away at age of 78, so rest in peace to him. Rest in peace to Bernard Cribbins, the English actor, singer who was seven-decade seven, seven decade career. The hole in the ground, right, said Fred. In comedy films, Two-Way Stretch and Carry On, Mouse on the Moon, Railway Children, an Alfred Hitchcock movie, some BBC stuff. He passed away at age of 93. The last thing he did was something called Patrick, which was in 2019, 2018. And in television, he was in Faulty Towers, obviously. And he did Doctor Who for 10 episodes. He was on the show called Old Jack's Boat. The last thing he did was Wombies as a Voice. So, yeah, rest in peace to Bernard Cribbins. Rest in peace to Conan's prop master, Bill Toll, who would build whatever Conan asked, be a part of any sketch, and watching Conan for all these years. He was a huge part of my life, watching that guy every single day or every week when he would be in a sketch and they would do something. So that's where it's, like, sad because you, like, remember this guy. And that's the sort of thing where you're just like, man, I can't believe this dude passed away. Yes, so he, he passed away and he worked this for Conan for 28 years until like obviously it stopped for the most part Conan's show. But yeah, it's sad to lose somebody who did all the things like Single to Mayo weddings, Halloween costumes, all these different props and things that like Conan did and he won an award before so that's interesting, things like that so it's just really sad to lose somebody like that when you watch them all the time so rest in peace to Bill Toll, rest in peace to Tony Dow. Now this really hurt because there were reports that he died last week and then they were like no he doesn't die he's fine and then he died the next day. And for me growing up, I watched a lot of old school television. I watched Leave it to Beaver. And I was like, yeah, I'm not really going to be Beaver. That's the main character. That's too obvious. And I had a younger brother. So I'm like, I want to be Wally. So I was like, I'm Wally. And he is obviously Beaver. Now, obviously, he was the TV show from 5763. And then he reprised the role in the television movie, the, the new Leave it to Beaver. He passed away at age of 77. He obviously started very young playing him because it was an open casting call. So it's pretty interesting. And yeah, after Leave it to Beaver, he appeared on television shows for My Three Sons. And he then was in the National Guard, interrupting his acting career. And then he was in Adam 12 of American Style, The Mod Squad, The Hardy Boys, Emergency. And then he continued acting, but then he did in the construction industry and studying journalism and filmmaking. He paired his roles from Leave it to Beaver in the Kentucky Fried Movie with Jerry Zucker playing the Beaver. He then replies to the role in the reunion television movement subsequent sequel series, The New Leave It to Beaver, which he wrote an episode. He's honored with the Young Artist Foundation Former Child Life Achievement Award. And then he's made his debut as a director for New Lassie, Get a Life, Harry and the Hendersons, Coach, Babylon 5, Crusade, and even Deep Space Nine. He also served visual effects supervisor for Babylon 5 and visual effects for the Fox television movie Doctor Who. He produced some other things as well. It came from outer space. And then... Yeah, so it's like this guy did so many things, and obviously he was had diagnosed with liver cancer and all the other stuff. So it's just sad because I loved Leave It to Beaver growing up. A lot of people didn't. I always was like, yeah, hey, I'm Wally, and he obviously 77 is not that old, but it's also not that young. Then we lost. And then we lost. What's it called? Stuart Woods, the writer known for his novel Chiefs and a series of 
features the Stone Barrington character. And what's funny, my mom, who reads a lot of books, she read a, lot, a, let, read a lot of these Stuart Woods books. So it's just, you know, sad to lose him at 84. But again, lived a long life, wrote all of these books, nonfiction, standalone novels, Herbie Fischel, Teddy Favorite, Baron Ed Eagle, Holly Barker. Then obviously got all the Stone Barrington, Will Lee novels as well, which is sad there. Hunter Gray, the EP for the talk, loses battle with cancer. Rest in peace to her. And then we also lost Pat Carroll, the American actress, voice actress, comedian known for voicing Ursula Little Mermaid, who had a long career to being in the Danny Thomas show, Laverne and Shirley in ER, where she was an Emmy and Drama Grammy Award winner and Tony nominee, almost the EGOT. She passed away in 95. She was in the Nancy Drew movie in 2007. And obviously all the Little Mermaid things as well. And in television, it started in 1952. We're all the way to the Wonderful World of Mickey Mouse, where she continued to do the character. She was in the Tangled series, Garfield Thanksgiving, a pup named Scooby-Doo as well. So all these voice roles beside these live-action things like Love Boat and Love American Style and Mary Tyler Moore Show. All the video games that Ursula in there, she was in there. So rest in peace to Pat Carroll. And then Ron Zimmerman, a beloved Marvel Comics writer at 64, passed away. Rest in peace to him. He is known for f- producing Friday 13 franchise, the 2001's The One, that had Statham and Jet Li. And he's a regular on the Howard Stern Show. So yeah, it's just like, it's sad to see this dude thing. He wrote Spider-Man Get Craven, the Ultimate Adventure Series, Rawhide Kid as well. Shake It Up. And, which is a show he worked on as well, the Michael Richards show, and credits include The Simpsons and Just League Unlimited, and wrote an episode of Charles in Charge, Good Sports, Action VP, My Wife and Kids Until Death. So again, this guy had a pretty uh, you know, big-time career. And then Michael Clancy, Count Designer for My Big Fat Greek Wedding, and Ray Donovan, he has passed away. Rest in peace to him. Rest in peace to Mo Alston, the American record zoo worked for several companies, including Warner Brothers and DreamWorks, Ducton Rocker Hall of Fame as well. So yeah, he's known for signing the Kinks, Jimi Hendrix, all these other mu- musical acts. Rest in peace to him. And another big loss in the world of sports that I was unable to meet him, as if I had maybe covering baseball, even for a small publication when I was in my early 20s, is we lost the legendary Vince Scully, who obviously retired a few years ago, and I always thought, if he did it by himself, why is there somebody doing it, you know, together? Like, why well, I mean, you can just do it together. That's where I'm saying, though, is that. He also wasn't just a Dodger broadcaster, beginning in 1950 when they Brooklyn. He also would work, he did television and radio, but he also worked for football and golf for CBS and NBC as well. We called the World Series for CBS radio as well. So he did a lot of different things. Passed age of 94, went to Fordham University, won the Ford Frick Award, the Commissioner's Historic Achievement Award, Presidential Freedom, Hollywood Walk of Fame, and as I mentioned, golf and baseball and all these bigger things. And really, everyone in the world is saying how nice he was. And again, a legend that obviously got to call games as soon as he was young and called him for all these years as he obviously was doing this for all these years, for 67 seasons. 
It's a hell of a gig to have that in your life. And again, I'm just sad because Bill Russell and Vince Coley are just sports legends that obviously unable for me to meet in this world. I do want to end on a positive note. As we mentioned, rest in peace, everybody passed away. Download the podcast wherever you get it on the radar. Also the YouTube for my movie reviews and observations, my baseball observations along with the trade deadline stuff. Radar4428, the blog account. It's also the Twitter. On the Radar Media.com is the website. And on the Radar Tain blog is my Facebook where you can get everything. When I come back from my trips, you will see me live stream on Twitch. I'm also going to start posting more videos on TikTok as well with, you know, sports takes as well. And this is where I just wanted to end on a good note because. You know, I don't want to give you with all the sad news of, oh no, this person died, this person's this, this person's that. I I really want to get some positive news in here, but this was episode 146, and as I've always, I've talked about local and national sports and pop culture. So happy trails to Antonio Gaynor-Golden, the tight end announced his retirement. He only played like one season with Washington, he's from Chicago, Illinois, so happy trails to him. Kevon Frazier also announced his retirement as well. He played for the Cowboys and the Dolphins before playing for the Bengals and Raiders last year, retiring at age 27, a six-round pick. He was a second-team All-Mac. So, again, not playing that long. So, only 73 tackles, one sack, one forced fumble, and one pass deflection. Derek Wolf, though, retired at age 32, and that dude played for the Broncos and the Ravens, where he won the Super Bowl with the Broncos, was an All-East Big Team, All-First-Team Big East team with... The Broncos, Coe's Defensive Player of the Year, the Liberty Bowl champion. He finished with 34 sacks, 15 pass deflections, an interception, a forced fumble, three fumble recoveries, and 316 tackles goals with 34 sacks. He was a second-round pick, so he had a pretty good pedigree, but he finishes this defensive end with a Super Bowl because of his back and all the other stuff that's been happening. So he obviously had a one-day deal to retire with the team. And... Two baseball players announced their retirement, Matt Joyce and Jonathan Lucroy. Lucroy, though, last played for the Atlanta Braves in 2001. Matt Joyce, on the other hand, the last time that he played was with a team in 2021 with the Phillies. Now, for Matt, for Jonathan Lucroy, he's the greatest catcher in Brewers history, starting off there in 2010 and playing seven years. We got traded to Texas, went to Colorado and Oakland, and then L.A. and Chicago Cubs into Boston during the pandemic season, and then split last year between Washington and Atlanta. Two-time All-Star and Milwaukee Brewers Wall of Fame, won a gold medal with the United States in the World Baseball Classic in 2017, 270 batting average, 108 home runs, and 548 RBI. He is the greatest catcher in Milwaukee Brewers history. So again, happy trails to Jonathan Lucroy on an impressive career as a catcher because obviously it's hard to be a catcher and continue to be a good catcher with all the wear and tear as well so retiring at 36 matt joyce retired at the age of 38 the one-time tiger rays angel pirate a's brave again excuse me brave a first time miami and phillies was a one-time all-star when he played for tampa bay finished with 242 average 149 home runs and 503 rbi he was always that good corner outfielder dh who could help a team out and that's why he played for a long time because a lot of people liked having him in the clubhouse and playing with him. So unfortunately, the last thing that he could say is that he got cut in September, but still, that's pretty good. And he decided to retire because no one signed him this year. 
So rest in peace to everyone, and happy trails everyone who retired. Thanks for listening on the radar, episode 146. See you guys next time.